Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the Boop Show, episode 245. It's May 11th, and it's the year 2020. Wow, look at Brian holding a Game Informer. Did you just get suckered at a GameStop, or what happened there? Why do you? No, have- this, is, this is still going on. I, I picked this. Uh, I, I got my my uh, membership. Yeah, like yeah. back in February. Oh, so right. They're they still keep sending these things. That's still keep, a thing. You can read I, those. I, yeah, they keep sending them to me, and I keep throwing them away. Well, the rumor is they they uh, fired like half the writing staff. So uh, right. you're probably okay. You probably don't need to worry too much about what you've missed from the Game Informer because it sounds like Game Informer might not be long for this world. It's a it's a GameStop mm. publication. It is. It makes me sad because I love magazines, and then then I realize I hate magazines. Yeah. You know, you do that. You're like, oh, I, I miss the days of reading magazines, heading to the, ma-. and then you re- remember, oh yeah, there were like six dollars, and most of it was advertisements. Yeah, when you actually get one in your hands and you read it, it's not really that cool. Like you kind of right. okay with your phones and your tablets and your computer screens. Let me like- tell you, last time a magazine was cool. Tell me. Give it to me. Omni Magazine. Omni Magazine was cool. Did you know that was published by Bob Guccione, the uh, the founder of Penthouse Magazine? Did you know that? I what? did not know that, but that explains the deal they gave me on the Penthouse Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was his thing, man. He was all into science and uh, was yeah, yeah. doing the science magazine. It was a great magazine. Omni was great, but I'll tell you when the last great magazine was. And I 100% believe this. So F your idea. Here's my idea, okay? My idea is much better. Uh, My favorite magazine of all time, the paper quality, the cover, and my interest being covered so much was Next Generation Magazine. Mm. Okay. Later they called themselves Next Gen, and they shortened it. But it was Next Generation Magazine. It launched right around the time the PlayStation 1 was being rumored. N64 was being rumored. Like, this was early days, and they were calling it the next gen, and man, oh man, I love that magazine. It was like, the cover was made out of this silky smooth material, vellum material. Yeah. I still have a whole stack in a box somewhere. I should go through those sometime. Oh. I wonder how they held up, because he always talked about it. It was all like, oh, we got these new covers on here because they're supposed to hold up, but now we, now we can actually put it to test and go, let's see how these yeah. vellum covers really held up. Yeah, we'll see how the, the Virtual Fighter cover held up. I'll, I'll pull that out and have it here next week for our show. How about that? Do it. Okay. Bring it well, home. speaking of shows, let's do one of those right now. Time for uh, some video game talk. So we did miss last week. That sucked. I wasn't happy about it. I had a meeting and I had to be at it, and then a bunch yeah. of art I had to do. Uh, you got. Well, we do talked what you about pre-show just a bit. Uh, it is always bad and good. It's is is bad because we miss you, but it's good because I had a little longer to uh, to play. Yeah. the games this week. So you had time to consume 
the games that we sometimes just Mass have quantities. Yeah, we don't have a mm-hmm. lot of time. Sometimes we have to just cursorily jump through them and uh, play mm-hmm. a few levels, and then hope to discuss it on Monday. But we've had a little more time with the games we played, which is cool. I'm going to start with one that I'm really happy about, uh, and I hope more people discover it. It's going to be it's going to be a hard push given their indie status, and it's a small release, although it is a big multi-platform release, but. You kind of need to know what it is, and to know what it is might mean you may have played their previous game, Crashlands. But if you mm-hmm. haven't played it yet, you are going to want to play the game uh, Levelhead. Have you heard of Levelhead, Levelhead, Brian? Levelhead. I think I saw it on the suggestions somewhere in one of the stores, and I thought it looked interesting, but I wasn't sure yet. Well, let me tell you what's going on here. So these guys, uh, again, famous for Crashlands. Crashlands was this cool game that was on mobile and PC and Switch and PS4 and Xbox and everything that it had this great cross-platform save system, but it featured sort of like a, not Minecraft, but more like survival games like, um, what's a good example? Uh, I don't know. What's a good example of a survival game? Like, uh, uh, don't starve. Don't uh, starve. Uh, what else? Too, is uh, that is that too much? Are you, are you like t- thinking like like almost like a first person kind of? Uh, you know what? You start out. You're right. You start out naked. Nope. Like you're right. Don't something. starve is, is the is the better. That's a better example. Don't starve is totally okay. the example. Except it's a little less hardcore than uh, don't starve. You have an unlimited inventory. You don't have to starve yourself to death. Like there's some things about it that are different. Well, their next game, which I was highly anticipating because I really like these guys and I can't wait to see what they do next, looked like just this 2D platformer. And I thought, well, that's weird. Yeah. Is that all you're going to do? Just a 2D platformer after your really inventive other game? And uh, I looked at it the same way because I saw the little advertisement. And I thought, oh, he looks cute. I'm like, I don't really play it like playing some little simple platformer. Yeah. Where everything's do you know what repetitive. this is? Do you know what this is? What's that? This is a competitor to Mario Maker. That's what this is. What? Yeah. And, uh, now that's a gimmick. It is a gimmick. One I can get behind. I really like Mario yeah. Maker, but there are some things I don't like about Mario Maker. And this game does a lot of neat things uh, to that, that sort of, I don't know, quality of life stuff that Mario Maker should do and doesn't do. And this game has decided to go ahead and do. Uh, their little character is this little robot. You're supposed to be delivering a package uh, in this each level scenario. <laughs> you can fight bosses and mini bosses. I mean, basically, it's a platformer in the Mario vein. They're platforms and fireballs and all the stuff you're used to uh, dealing with in but uh, you're a little robot with like a little emoji eyes like yeah you're a little robot guy and when you get to the big finish uh you go on to the next level now what makes this interesting is there's a whole campaign there if you want it uh if you want to play that right it's just uh built into the thing um so you can play a bunch of that uh or you can really dive in and build stuff. So this is where things get really interesting. The game has uh, a pretty insane editor, like to the point of mind-boggling control over things, including programmatic things. Like if you push this trigger, let's label it A, and now any target object that we want to behave in a certain way, we will label uh, as A also. So now this switch works on anything labeled A, which might be this a is bunch almost of, like a game designer than a level designer. A little bit, Mario yeah. Maker a little bit. Mario Maker is a little bit more like, hey, or uh, Super Mario Make, Maker 1 and 2 are a little bit more like, hey, what if you took all the stuff we already do in Mario games and let you just kind of mess with those? And that's great because right. it's Mario. It's the greatest character in the history of video games. Like, I don't, I don't want to poo-poo on why Mario is great because Mario is great. Uh, 
But what makes this special is the editing tools in here are superior. Sorry, Nintendo. They just freaking are. And whether you're using a controller or in my case, I'm on PC. It's on uh, Game Pass for free, by the way. I should have mentioned that. Maybe that's where I saw it was on the Game Pass. Yeah, you might have. It's on Steam. It's 20 bucks everywhere else. Uh, Steam, mobile, uh, Switch, PlayStation, and I think I meant that's oh, pretty uh, much everywhere. I think that's right? everywhere, no, but no mobile, right? Because it's pretty. No, it is on mobile. Like it mobile. is on mobile, but it's not. It's not the. It's not the optimal way to play. It's okay. Right. Like they do a pretty good job, and you can always sync a controller to your to your phone, so no big deal. But uh, I think you'd probably rather play this right on a on a controller based device um, or, or console or PC for that matter, which is where I'm playing it. Um, Does the little robot guys, they say, woo, every time he jumps because he makes a little face like he goes, wow. Not really. I mean, he's pretty adorable. And the whole thing's pretty right. tongue-in-cheek sense of humor. It's a lot of sort of, uh, you're, you're we hear a delivery, whatever. We're the greatest in the world, and you got to train your robot to do the thing. It's like watching Viridian Dynamics videos for uh, Better right. Off Ted. Um, so it's pretty silly. You know, they've got a good sense of humor about it. What? again makes it special is these huge leaderboards and creator boards where people players out there the community are building these amazing levels that just are mind-boggling and they range from everything from just really fun interesting creative levels to impossible really hard oh my gosh we're all gonna die kind of levels uh which there's you know people like that in general oh it's got a great here's the other thing this is one of the nice things about it you're playing along in this game and let's say you die okay right you don't Which go, sucks. it doesn't fade. You don't go, and then it fades out, and you have to go start at the last thing. <laughs> you immediately game, uh, kind of Meat Boy style, just immediately back in. You just start ah, playing good. from the last checkpoint immediately. There's no loading, there's no waiting, there's no telling you how many lives you have left. You just go, and you go and get back in. So, on really hard levels, that's just a an amazing addition to this game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because that's what's so fun about Meat Boy is it's that grind. It's literally a grind in Meat Boy. It's like, I'm never stopping because I'm still jumping. I haven't stopped, even though I died. Yep, this is true. Uh, by the way, it's not. It's available on either Ultimate or just regular Game Pass. Someone in the chat says it's on Ultimate. It's free on any Game Pass version of Game Pass. Okay, you just play it. Or when so I say ult- free, it's Ultimate included. actually means on all, right? Whereas yeah, the, Ultimate gives you the Xbox. standard. Just means piece. Uh, just means the Xbox. Console. Yeah, or you can get just uh, Game Pass for PC, which is just the PC stuff. Um, no, that's right. And yeah. that one's only five bucks. So if you, I don't even have an Xbox one, so I play everything on the PC anyway. So that's how I do it. Uh, it is just though, amazing, the, uh, dude. All... It's so cool. Yeah. You would have so much fun creating stuff in here. I wish I had done a better job selling it to me because I, I did see it. And uh, I believe I saw it on both the Xbox pa- Game Pass and on the Switch. And both times I passed it up because I was like, eh, I'm just not in the mood for a, you know, a straightforward platformer. But if, if they had said, look, all these level design things, it might have would have piqued my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when you're playing, is this kind of like, uh, like, like an afterthought, like in a little big planet where you make everything like community stuff later on, and you get to play some like huge campaign first, or is it, or is it pretty much just straight well, into the? There's a level tutorial. Planet? There's a tutorial that takes you through basically all the aspects of the game. Some of that includes some right. actual gameplay, but you, when you finish this tutorial, and it's not super long, you're you're left to do whatever you freaking want to do. So if you want to just go okay. make levels, you can. If you want to right, go just right. play other people's levels and sort them in all kinds of weird ways and look for people's weird tags and all that, you can do that all right. day. There's leaderboards, so if you just want to compete in those, you can do that. Or 
you can go run their built-in campaigns just for funsies and do that. It pretty much whatever you want to do. You do you know what? Do you know what game engine this is built on? Is uh, it because game, it sounds almost like it's Game Maker. Game Maker, okay. I think. Okay, interesting. Apparently that thing's pretty robust these days. It it is. Yeah, Game Maker is is pretty cool. It looks like they've made the best use of Game Maker and they've pretty much just made a game maker of game maker. Yeah. He said, "Here you go. We'll we'll give you a little bit of tutorial here, and uh, and uh, there you go. Play yep. some uh, play some games and get in there with the community." Yeah, and chat we're, chat room now showing you some of the. I've been showing a lot of gameplay and no tools. But oh, there the we tools. go. That's that's the, the editor there. Yeah, that's and you cool. can do like select and copy and paste and uh, duplicate. Copy and, and paste. All, what is just, this newfangled technology you discussed? Just like really fast tools, like. Right. You can create a whole level and then dupe that whole level and just go, all right, here's the level, but now it's a little bit different. And instead of having pipes to go to different places like you do in a Mario <laughs> game, you got like a, uh, like a, uh, like a rift in the wall or on the side of a thing. You oh, can create those. Like, kind of like a portal almost. Yeah, somewhat, like a little or, portal thing, yeah. sure. Yeah, so you can have lots of linking stuff and you can create, you know, the whole worlds add-on that they just did for Mario Maker where you can make your own worlds and then sub-levels. This has that built in. Um, you if you want to make a a bad guy and he's the little version of the bad guy, you can just make one of him. But if you want to make a bigger version of him, you make four of him in the in a in the grid, and he'll boop, he'll become a big oh, really? fat one. That's kind of fun. Yeah, and then you do it again, and it was a giant one. Like you can do all that kind of stuff. It's um that's pretty smart scale wise because I'm sure he probably has twice, you know, or quadruple the hit points and everything else. And that's that's interesting. Uh, yeah. And I Pretty play smart. it with uh, mouse and keyboard in the editor and then right. controller when I play. And that's a great combo because uh, mouse and keyboard is just you're just basically painting with your mouse. It's great. Works out real well. Lots of shortcut keys. Uh, controller works fine. But if you know, if you've got both, you may as well do it. I'm glad you brought this to us and I'm glad I'm going to play this now. And I wish they would have called it something with a better title and maybe had a little bit better. Marketing. Levelhead's a good name. You don't like Levelhead? Levelhead's a good name, but it doesn't tell me what it is. So when I'm passing it by the store, I don't go like Meat Boy. I'm like Meat Boy. What is what is this? Mm. I've got to stop and look at Meat Boy. But uh, Levelhead, I'm like, oh look, another platformer. What would you call this if you had a chance to name it, rename it? What would you? Name oh, it? I don't know. Just let's see. And just just a quick way. Let's see. How about uh, Level Maker? Level Spring. Maker. Something that said the thing in the in, thing in the title at least level maker even though I'm sure it's taken <laughs> I, at least it's uh, at least I would know it's like oh okay this is uh, like a like a co-op experience that where you would you know make a thing mm. just saying oh you can co-op too I should have mentioned that you can totally yeah that's there. what I'm saying I mean mm-hmm. you you want if you don't if you can't find something like, it's just an okay name but like I said in such a crowded marketplace. Like the like that's on the why Switch. It's hard. That's why it's hard. What else? What other names are you going to come up with? Because it's hard, right? Like doing anything right. new, first of all. And even if you can't do new, you got to go short. Nobody likes long. Right. And, you know, Mario had it easy with Mario Maker. We all know Mario. You can't get away with yeah, it. You yeah. know, away from it. It's the greatest marketing in the world. So I don't know what they would have called it. I would have I would have called it level head and been okay with it. But yeah. I understand what you're saying. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Level Level doer. Level doer. Oh boy. Level doer. That's level a, do. I, a, I, I, I would stop on level do. I'd be like going whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. level do. Whoosh. What does that say? Level do? Does that say like do do? Do do. Yeah, do do. That's the one. Uh, all right, Brian, tell me all about. Oh, I meant to pick this up, but I didn't. I saw it was on sale. Remnant uh, from the Ashes. This is like a last year game. 
Uh, it is like a last year game, but it's a new year for me, man. I, this is Remnant from the Ashes is on the Xbox Game Pass, not the Ultimate and not the PC version. You can pick it up on Steam, I believe. Uh, maybe even the Epic Game Store. The place I think I first saw it was on the Epic Game Store. Uh, this is a, a third-person uh, Souls-like game with bullets. So you know the Dark Souls series. You played that before, right? Yeah, I'm not good at it at all and kind of hate them. Tell me why I you, would like this. Well, you know what? If you hated those, you're going to actually like this a little bit, I think. And the reason why is not because of the dark storyline where there's a multidimensional uh, Earth that has been invaded by the Root, and the Root has pretty much destroyed all of humanity, and you're just a remnant left. We're dystopian future. Now, where it kind of varies. Hold on, off who's the root? So- That's the band for the Tonight Show, right? That's who it, that it is, is, right? But okay. in this case, it happens to be some of these uh, int looking, uh, Groot looking uh, bad guys who are kind of like they, they've got fire in their bellies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So they have root. Yeah. They're literally made of roots. They, well, I, I think they're made out of some kind of root, even though they look more like like stone or ash or something, but they're, they're called roots. Okay. Uh, so. Yeah, so the, these interdimensional beings have have come to uh, to Earth and have have wreaked wreaked havoc. And you're not the first hero to go against the root, but you are the most current one. And you get to choose from such great classes as. Hold on, let me see. Let me see if I can had them pulled up earlier. But there's there's three different classes you can play. By the way, you can play this either single player or uh, up yeah. To there's three like a players. co-op, right? Yeah. Yeah, local co-op. Yeah, or actually online. Co-op. It's online. Yeah, yeah. Can you play local co-op? It's online. So anyway. Right, so so the first thing I noticed was like first thing I noticed about this game, I was like, okay, it's kind of dark. I'm okay with that. Palettes are kind of kind of dull. I'm alright with that. You know, it's supposed to be remnant from the ashes. I get it. You're going for a particular style. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I get to pick my uh, look of my character. That's okay. Just a little few choices. Most of them are kind of beefy looking. You know, kind of generic kind of looking guys. And I was like, oh, classes. Here we go. Now I can really separate myself from the uh, from the others. With by picking my classes. Well, let's see, let's see here. There's a hunter, and I'm like, all right, hunter. What does he do? Well, he's he uses uh he uses guns and uh you know some some you know knives and that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, how about a scrapper? What what is that guy? He's like he's like the next one over. Well, he 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 uses guns and and knives. Is it me okay. or does the game look a little flat graphically? Like it's not super yeah, textured. It or... does look kind of flat graphically. I agree. That's what I was trying to tell you. It's kind of it's kind of dull looking, but. Uh, I don't, the, the graphics aren't my favorite part of the game, but it's okay. It's good enough because the part this game really shines on, it's not the story. The story is kind of, the story is kind of like, eh, I don't really want to read all this. It doesn't sound very interesting. I'm running into some NPCs that are kind of, uh, setting up the story and how they'll, you know, how they'll interact with me and how they'll help me modify my guns as I go along. Yeah. You know, that stuff is very interesting. I did not get really interested until the game until I actually started playing the gameplay. Mm. The gameplay is so much fun. The pacing is so perfect. It is just fantastic. I, this this game, I think, is going to be the first one of a good IP if handled properly from Gunfire Games developer. Uh, it has it has a heart and soul of of gaming soul like that is just a lot of fun is it mm. like i said it's like it's a soul like but you're you can use guns it and, sounds uh, better than just a regular old souls like because i don't like those right. they make me angry because i die a lot yeah and yeah. uh they're punishing 
and f those do not like them right right and you do you die some but the penalty's not too harsh uh they'll throw you back to like these uh these soul stones or heart stones or whatever every time you die and you have to kind of go back in oh by the way when you're oh i should game, say by the way just to stave off the anger i know that yes. this is a very popular genre and subgenre of gaming and i understand it oh and yeah. i appreciate it and i respect it i'm just telling you they're not for me that's all i'm saying i'm not saying they're not for the people listening because clearly they are this is a me problem right. okay disclaimer complete Go ahead. Absolutely. Now, I'm with you. Souls games, Souls-like games can be pretty hard and sometimes it kind of a turnoff to me because I'm like, okay, I don't want to I don't want to have to be grinding through certain areas, you know, and feel like I'm not making any progress. As, and some people do it better than others. This game, I think, like I said, it does it very well. I felt like I wasn't overpowered. I felt like I was well-balanced. Every time I entered into an area where I would be fighting hordes and bosses, I always felt like I felt like I had a chance. Now, it wasn't like I just walked in and mowed everything down mm -hmm. but i always felt like i had a chance and uh so so that always felt good and if i did die the penalty wasn't very very large it would drop you back out to like i said a little soul stone you have to run back in and and complete it by the way each campaign is uh randomly uh generated not not the uh not the environment necessarily but where the uh where the bosses and the hordes pop up at as well oh, as any loot you're getting that's cool it's, it's it's randomized so even if you're playing with somebody on their save and i think this is done through maybe maybe peer to peer mm -hmm. because you you're like playing on someone else's save so you're not like playing on a server so if you if you go into someone else's campaign when you're co-oping uh the 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 bosses and things will be in a different area and the loot will be in a different area than it would be when you're playing locally um which was kind of one of the bad things I didn't like because it kind of made some of the environments kind of boring because, you know, you've got to have things spawned randomly. Mm -hmm. And so you're kind of limited a little bit more with how things are. So you have these artificial uh, blockades where you get to a certain area and you're like, oh, I can't get past this part because there's like a bunch of trash in the way, but it's not very organic. I'm complaining about a bunch of the stupid things because... This game's gameplay is so much darn fun. I don't want to sit here and talk about how fun the gameplay is because you can't you can't experience that through me telling you. I'm telling you, give this game 30 minutes of your time and get past the uh, the NPC introductions and everything, and get past that and just play a little bit. And uh, just the snappiness of the gameplay itself is just so much fun. All right, I really dug it. You don't you didn't feel like you were just constantly being mowed down and destroyed mowed, absolutely not but i but you 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 level up slowly but it's not there's not like a skills or a talent tree necessarily it's more like it unlocks certain skills as you go along when you maybe when you when you beat a boss or something you may unlock a skill where you mm -hmm. wouldn't have if you were playing another campaign yeah and so you you kind of go along a little bit and there's also weapons modifications so you can modify your gun so you're not just shooting something you're shooting with uh, with bullets that burst, you know, burst into flames and sure, things. Sure. And so it's like I said, I, my character feels my character feels well balanced. The gameplay feels really well balanced, mm. and and the stamina, which you can increase as well. That's the most important parts is uh, is your stamina to make sure when you get into a fight that you can roll away or get away because there's a lots of times you get in a fight and if you haven't played very long, your stamina is not very well built up and so you'll get in a situation where it's like you're running but the boss is right behind you and it's kind of fun because he's like on your tail and uh you know you just how do you get away you can't because every time you dash for half a second your stamina goes down and then the boss is like right on your heels and uh 
It's, it's like I said, the, the gameplay itself is just phenomenal. I think they've got it. I think they've got something good here if they uh, if they revisit it. All right. and, and I'm into beef it. up everything. I may else. have to finally grab it. Is it on sale right now? Hold on. Uh, I believe it, it was recently. I'm not sure if it's on sale today or not. But Remnant from the Ashes is the name of the game. It's on the Xbox Game Pass. Gunfire Games is the developer. Hmm. Uh, so far, I've had a good time with it. I'd like to go a little further. I've only played single player. I've watched a little bit of uh, co-op play, and that looks fun. Uh, but you know me, I like to I like to feel fairly competent as a uh, as a solo player before I go in and, and play anything else. Oh, that third class I never mentioned, by the way, mm-hmm. they got the scrappers. Yeah. The ex cultist. Yeah. And the hunter. Nice. And they're they're You know, they all have varying degrees of, uh, uh, gun proficiency versus melee proficiency. And they're pretty, they didn't, they didn't seem like anything didn't really stand out. I didn't usually when you see classes you're like, Oh, Boy, I'm going to have to make a really hard choice here between, you know, magic or, you know, or or gunplay or different things. No, these these guys are all seem fairly in the same range. By the way, go ahead. uh, That game is currently on. I think it's on PC Game Pass as well. It could be, but I didn't see it at the time. It was only on the Xbox Game Pass because I was going to play it on my PC, hmm. and uh, I didn't see it there. And I was going to pick it up on the uh, on the Steam Game Store, and it's never got her got around to it. We'll have to will. dig around and see because if it is, I think I may play that ASAP. There's, there's some new DLC as well. Uh, Midget Wookie in the chat room just mentioned as well. It, that's that's the thing I think that pushed it over to the Game Pass was the fact that the DLC just came out. And hmm. we're trying to... Uh, Okay. Push that. I'm into it. Uh, very into it. I want to. Pl- I want to try it now. You know, you've got me. Con- and it looks like a little post-apocalyptic in there, which I'm into. Oh yeah, it's it's got a, the is this the 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 story painting the way they're painting the story when you first start. It feels really good, and the music, by the way, is really good. I like mm-hmm. the music. The music is awesome. Yeah. And uh, it it feels like it's painting this really big picture, and then they kind of go like and yada yada yada. And they kind of, sure. <laughs> they just kind of start into the gameplay because I of it. it. But I would like to see them to to develop more of it. I mean, it's like I said, it could be a great IP. All right. Well, I got this to say about. I forgot to say this about Levelhead earlier. Okay, two things. One, doesn't matter what version you're on. Let's say you mm-hmm. own it on every platform. Your stuff and your uh, creations and your scores and all that stuff transfer to all platforms. There's there's they're all connected. So if you have right. if you make levels on your Switch. And you want to go play them on the PC? Oh, that's no good. problem. You want to do it the other way around? Great. It's all connected through their Butterscotch Shenanigans account thing. That's the that's the name of their. <laughs> it's called it's called the Butterscotch Shenanigans. Well, that's, that's what... the name of the developer. So they okay. I forget okay. what the name of the actual membership thing is, but um, and that was the other thing okay. I wanted to say is they have a great logo that sounds like this. Butterscotch Shenanigans. It's really great. <laughs> I like that. I do like that. I like that. All right. Uh, next up for me is. Avernum, Escape from the Pit. Oh, I think I've seen this one too. It's old as dirt. And I don't mean just in age. It came out in 2012, so it is kind of old. But uh, it is like old looking. <laughs> right. Uh, it is Spiderweb Software makes these games. And they make a whole, they got a ton of these. There aren't. This is just one of a big series uh, of these games that they've been making for oh gosh I want to say since the 90s have you, have you told me this before because it's like I've seen this before we've talked somewhat talked about hold it on. my freaking iPad thinks I'm talking to it um, 
it's uh I don't know, not this one. We've talked about their, I think one of their other games, which was Avedon. I think the Avedon right. series we've talked about. They all use this weird, ancient ass, ugly PC looking system that is just ugly. And they know it. They'll tell you that. Right, right. Um, there's nothing about this that's like cutting edge graphically or anything. It's a, it's a party based, turn based RPG of the old school style, like, you know, Baldur's Gate kind of zone. Yeah, it looks like Baldur's Gate, right? It's kind of like at that. A little bit like original yeah, Baldur's Gate, style. yeah. Original, yeah, original. Yeah, Baldur's it's very old, old graphically. Stuff. It's nothing special. Sound wise, it's pretty basic. Uh, where it shines are the systems, the uh, the RPG systems. That is to say, like you know, uh, character abilities and the leveling up stuff, as well as the story. The story is so good. These have all been good, and I think that's why they've got their little following. They've got kind of a, a great following to be able to make make money making these games for all these years. This thing's like ten bucks. Um, yeah. And I really like them because it's like one of those old games, but they don't even pretend to be cutting edge. They're just like, yo, what if everything looks like shit, but it's still really fun? And I say, all right, I'm and in. I said, all right, sign me up. Yeah, it's a, it's a very cool. It's a very cool thing. I like it a lot. And now uh, this is on, you say this is on the, you play this on the, PC, PC yes. Now the, they they okay. have it on PC. They have it on Mac. They have it on iOS. It's on Steam. You can get it off their website. They have it on Android, I think. Um, this sort of thing. Is this their own game engine or something, or do you know? Um, I always mean to look that up. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's their own thing. I can't right. imagine it's not. I'd have it to, looks I'd, like yeah. It looks like something they've designed themselves from scratch. I'd have to look it up. Like but it's you know, in the, in, like in the basement. In yeah, D and D sessions, and it's it's pretty so, yeah. versatile. For some reason, the video I'm showing right now is a fight in a single room, and I don't know why that's <laughs> why that's the one I'm watching. <laughs> they have lots of other uh, content. I'm getting a gauntlet feel right now, is what I'm getting. Without, without oh well, wow, it's, why is it shaking? What happened there? There was a big explosion. A mage launched a thing and blew up a thing. There's a major. Was story it a magic point. missile? No, it was something I can't remember. And they don't. It's not like this is licensed or anything. This is just their own. Right. Magic systems, their own battle systems, that that sort of stuff. Right, right. Um, I do. It's kind of hard to deny that this game's got its own style. I mean, because but this is the kind of game where you play it and you play it for like two or three hours, and then you try to go play something else, and you go, "I can't play something else right now because I've I've had to buy into this." Yeah. This uh, this feeling. There is a feeling about it. You're right. And also the story is compelling enough where you just kind of forget about how it looks. It doesn't matter after a while. Like you're just sort of, I don't know. It's like D&D. You're just sort of into right. what you're doing and not how it looks. So, so, so why is your why is your central health uh, uh, bar there? It looks, it looks like the central health bar is it, a big old peace sign. What is that all about? Oh, no, that's uh, so that toggles on uh, combat mode and then just not doing anything oh, mode. Oh. So when you turn on that peace sign, and you can't Peaceful. do it unless you're done fighting, but once you're done fighting, that peace that peace sign flips over, and now you can just anarchy. You just walk. It's just no longer turn based. You can walk around at, right. at will. And, oh my God, is that a cat guy? Uh, I just they, guy. they just threw up a character sheet and it looked like yeah. a there's weirdo. A, there's a cat guy. Cat there's guy. a lizard guy. There's humans. There's and you choose you choose all this. You can custom make all your own dudes <laughs> at the choose. beginning. Like if you played a, a CR or a computer RPG, uh, you know, right. in the last cool. thirty years, you know what the hell you're getting into here, right? And it's a really good series of one of those. And they got them again. All these are on Steam. You'll learn more about them. You certainly get more uh, than what this particular clip is showing us, which is just this the one room. 
But, All uh, I'm seeing is a bunch of Thundercats and maybe He-Man there, I think. Yeah, and, a little bit of that. Uh, looks like uh, looks like the guy from He-Man, the uh, Mer- what was it, Mer- Merman, what was his name? Uh, Mer- Mer-person. No, what, what it wasn't was- Merman, it was something like that. Though. It was like was Mer-person, like, wasn't right, it? Right, Mer-person, it was something stupid like that, yeah. Mer-dude. Uh, so Hank P. Lovecraft in the chat says, next week can we cover level head? Were you not here earlier? <laughs> I think they're making fun. I'm giving them a time everybody's out. pretty convinced that, like I am, that you've talked about this one uh, before. Oh, I, like, I, and, I promise like you, recently. I promise you, Escape from the Pit, I have not, because I didn't own it before. Now, now, maybe not Escape from the Pit, but I think maybe the same game engine. That's why. That's the reason why I didn't say anything else. But that I, that game engine looks totally yeah. familiar. When you said it, I was like, yeah, I've seen this game. Yeah, recently. I probably when talked I about Avadon, the Black Fort- Fortress. That's probably the one I talked about before. Probably so. Yeah. Probably so. Totally different game. Same <laughs> engine, same kind of systems, <laughs> but a completely different world and story. So Come on, can't you see? It's like, listen, it's like saying... Okay, you guys, I'm here to talk about Fallout 76. Psst, you talked about Fallout 2 already years ago. <laughs> it's a different game. It's a different game. It's, it's, it totally counts. Plus, I like it. So, F off. That's Plus what I played. I like it. So, so back off. Yeah, so F right off. It's old school as hell. I like old school stuff. The 90s were cool. Play it, and you might like it. And they have some new it. thing out this last year that I didn't look at yet that's apparently okay, but I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. All right. I'm down with it. I'm Uh, down with it. um, All right. What else we got here? Let's talk about deliver us to the moon. No idea what this is. That's not deliver us to the moon. It's deliver us the moon. Oh, the moon. Give us the moon. Bring the moon on, man. Okay. Tell me about the moon. Well, as you may or may not know, my Xbox Game Pass is expiring this month. So I've been playing a lot of Xbox Game Pass. And this was one that was on there. Uh, It is by a game developer that I cannot pronounce. But I think it's like... Kyokin Interactive. Close enough. This is a first-person, third-person uh, uh, action uh, mystery it looks, game. It looks third-person to me. When's it, when do you do Well, it is right now, but it, it flips back and forth. I have a theory about this. Uh, you're usually playing third-person when you ha- you're always playing third-person when you have your space suit on. But when you don't have your space suit on, it's first-person so you can't see yourself. Mm. You don't know what you are. You might be an alien. Anyway, this is a place. This is uh This is in the near future, uh, around the uh, 2030s and 2050s. Uh, we found, as a human race, we have found that there's helium H3 up there on the moon, and we found a way to beam that back down to Earth to power everything because we've we've burned through our fossil fuels. Mm. So they've taken a little gamble here with the story and said, you know what? Near future, this is what's going to happen. So uh, recently, though, in t- around 2060 or so, when when you wake up and end up in this little adventure of, of a lifetime, uh, you are uh, training to go to the moon to find out what happened to the moon base that's up there because they stopped sending power and the world is falling into chaos. Mm. Oh, no. Right? Okay. So, first thing you have to do is you have to figure out how to get yourself to space. This is a solo game. I don't know if you can play multiplayer, but I only played it solo. Yeah. Solo by myself. I played a lot of it, by the way. But it's a pretty short game, I think, relatively speaking. I think the uh, How Long to Beat was only like 12 or 13 hours, and I'm pretty close. I put in about that last week in this game. I streamed it several times. Um, You're going along, and you're, you're... 
you're exploring and uh, you interact with computer terminals and you figure out uh, what you're supposed to be doing through uh, notifications there, as well as you walk through these areas where there'll be like a waveform. You've you've edited music before, sure. right? You ever oh, done yeah. that? All the time. Yeah, yeah. so you know how the little waveforms look, right? Mm-hmm. We're, well, make, we're making those a, right now. As we talk, we're making waveforms. We're making waveforms right now. So you'll walk through a waveform and then you'll get your little, you know, like you get your little Fallout 76 or your Fallout game where you'll get a little bit of dialogue about mm-hmm. what's going on, mm-hmm. finding out all about the characters and stuff. That's the same thing. You get right. that. Yeah. So it'll tell you about what you got to do. So is what scary? You're doing is, is it you're, scary or just adventure or what the what the hell is the tone here? Puzzle solving puzzle puzzle solving adventure. Let me see exactly what Steam says about this. Uh, Deliver us uh, the moon is a sci-fi thriller set in an apocalyptic near future where Earth's natural resources are depleted. A lone astronaut is sent to the moon on a critical mission to save humanity from extinction. Wow. But to me, it's mostly uh, a third-person uh, uh, adventure. Uh, where you're trying to solve pu- puzzles to get to each area because you're supposed to be well trained, but I tell you what, you aren't because they're training you on the job, getting a lot of on the job training. Like right now, yeah, if you're you watching just, the you screen, broke, you'll you see broke me trying your, to jump on a ladder. Yeah, you broke right. a ladder. Well done on that. <laughs> the ladder's broke. Yeah, and so at a at a backtrack to figure out what was going on. Mm. But the fun thing about this game is you don't just play on the moon or on Earth. You're constantly changing environments, which means that the way you have to control your character is constantly changing. Right now, I'm playing on Earth, and, you know, gravity's in effect. Why I'm wearing my spacesuit already, I don't know. But once you get in the spaceship, gravity changes a little bit. When you get in outer space, changes even more. When you're on the moon base, sometimes you have gravity, sometimes you don't. It's according to how much damage is done to the area. As you're going along solving these puzzles, you pick up a robot, one of those floating eyeball things you know what i'm talking about yeah sure they exist in, in lots of games that type thing sure right so get Drone. floating eyeball he's he has to interact with everything for you so occasionally does he uh, have a name what's get, his name tell me his name do we know his uh name? his name is arse arse no, it's it's a s e as he is what they call it <laughs> but it looks like arse okay but it's not he's an ase unit i think is arrow something environmental okay so Anyway, Wheatley, yeah, that's a good comparison. Sure. Uh, the chat room says yeah. so. Um, so Wheatley here, or my ASC, mm. uh, you can control him remotely. So you'll get into certain areas where you'll have to use him to uh, to to complete the puzzle, to solve the puzzles. There's lots of there's a lots of locks up in space, man. They got everything with a keypad. You're constantly looking for some number. It's mm. like, oh no, what's the number to open this area? Mm-hmm. I'll find out. Mm-hmm. The fun thing about this game. Uh, is is probably going to be the pacing um, because they ha- artificially, you know, I don't like in games when the story tells me uh, you need to hurry in this area and then they don't penalize you if you don't hurry. Mm. I don't like that. If you're going to tell me to hurry, you better make a point. Mm. And this game makes a point a lots of times. So like if, if it says you need to hurry all of a sudden, oh yeah, you better hurry because it's a countdown. Uh, usually involving oxygen. This guy right here walking around in a spacesuit, he can't see it, but you, watching as a third-person perspective, can see there's a little oxygen counterclock on his back. And I think the maximum time for oxygen is about three minutes. So there's a lot of puzzles where you have to actually, you're out in space and you're floating around, floating around super slow, and you're trying to get to the next area and it's like, oh my God, the love times more. are just clicking away. Nothing What's I that? love more than timed events in video games. My favorite, favorite right. thing in the hey, world. 
I don't, I'm not big into timed events sometimes, but they play it pretty well here. Mm. I mean, uh, and, and the penalty for death is kind of high because there's a really long loading screen in each, in between each, mm. you only, you know, you get knocked back to the last checkpoint, but the loading screen is what kills it. It's like, no, why is there a loading screen almost like 45 seconds, which is forever. And this is on the Xbox game pass. Well, that's I supposed think. to all go away. Uh, but we, we get these new consoles load, load yeah. times are supposed to be a thing of the past. So this is also, like I said, this is on the ultimate. I have it on the PC as well. I'll be honest, you honest with you. I have the Xbox one S and I think that's probably underpowered for the unreal engine Four they're using here and how they've got it, uh, how they've got it configured because I was seeing what I thought were like frame drops, uh, sluggish video occasionally, um, mm. but not game breaking most of the time. Not most of the time. That's good. Uh, but it was it was a little bit annoying occasionally. But I can see I a really little. Had, I can see a little bit of frame rate drop as you're playing here. Yeah, it is, and it's it's not always terrible. But sometimes it would get really bad in areas where there's a lot of things being rendered. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see here the rocket is actually. I'm launching the rocket and turn it on. There's a timer. You better believe it because I'm the only person there. And I've got to do everything. I've got to prime the rocket. I got to find all the codes. I got to then run to the rocket, get in the rocket, and then perform all the duties therein to uh, launch my rocket, which is a lot. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but launch that rocket. We used to prime, prime in the rockets a, a regular event at my house on Saturday night. Absolutely. Time mm-hmm. to prime the rocket, kids. Mm-hmm. No, well, but, uh, not the kids, but yeah, I made it I made it about I think I'm about 80% done with this game. Um I didn't quite finish the end because some of the challenges starting to get a little harder. There's uh there's there's some really cool parts of the game where you have to drive around these lunar vehicles and I really enjoyed that part. Is such a small part of the game that it's almost amazing that they spent the time actually even doing it because most of it is just getting in the vehicle, driving to a, a location, uh, dr- pulling up on some pressure plates like you would if you were going to a car wash. You know how you get in a car wash and you have to like pull so far forward and you have to stop right when it says to and you have like the big old anxiety attacks. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to do that. And then you just basically get out. But the driving of the vehicle in that zero zero gravity is just a lot of fun. And uh, so there's a lot of love and passion in this game. And and I, I dug it so far. But I'm just about done. And once I'm done, I'm probably never going back to this world. So it's it's a one off. So if if you have Xbox Game Pass, pick it up. It's you know it's plan accordingly. Sure. Whether or not you would want to purchase this game or not, because it is the story is pretty decent. Uh, there's a little intrigue going on. Why did the why did the moon base stop sending power? What happened to the people that were there? Uh, and your little Wheatley character uh, will uh, he will he can play back conversations that Arse. happened before, like holograms almost, but they're not like they're not like super holograms. They're more like uh, super hot holograms. Mm. You know that game, super mm-hmm. hot, yeah. where the kind of everything's kind of blocking everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll play back kind of like holograms like that. And uh, but I, I found that pretty interesting. Nice. Uh, so it's on the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, both it's the ultimate. So it's for the PC and the Xbox. And like I said, you can also pick it up on I believe Steam. And I think the price is fairly reasonable. I think it was on like nineteen or twenty four bucks or something like that. Yeah. But it, like I said, it's a good solid uh, ten twelve hour game if you're like trying looking for the, being the kind of completest. And All right. This game was called Deliver Us the Moon. Also another week title for me this week i've had some trouble with some of these these titles uh people ask me what game did you play and i'm like 
uh, uh, deliver moons, moon, moon delivery, delivery.com. Yeah. Moon delivery. And then, well, it was the other thing. It was like a remnant, ashy <laughs> remnants, re- fire, fire, remnant, fire, oh, level head. Yep. See, easy to remember. Level head. Yeah. Right. Piece so, of cake. Super trouble. simple. Level head. Bye. Right. Scotch. <laughs> All right, I have to. I'm I'm a person who is happily, uh, happily and humbly always willing to admit when he's wrong. So I'm about to oh. make an admission here on the show. Make it. Are you ready? Do it. Uh, back in episode 239, I talked about a Vernum to escape from the pit <laughs> on the PC. So it's like. Uh, it was like 10 episodes ago. Was yeah. it like 10? Uh, not even that many. We not, talked not about... That, many. that is hilarious. One, I thought two, it looked three, so four, familiar, five, but I six. thought maybe I'd seen it somewhere. Six episodes ago, we talked about it. <laughs> it was on one where we had Ori and the <laughs> Will of the Wisps was the main <laughs> game that you and I both played. And I completely <laughs> forgot that I'd already talked about it. I don't know why I forgot that. This is like on Film Sack. We're always sure we've seen movies we haven't seen. Right, right. Um, oh, I think it's because... So I think it's because I, I keep Wait. returning to this thing and I keep coming back to this yeah. game. And I think part of it was I installed it on my Mac so that it was just sort of around yeah. uh, when yeah. I'm doing work, work stuff. And I'm like, oh, I need five minutes and I'll just go do this. And in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I really need to talk this about the boop show. Not thinking that I already done it. So, yeah, right. you're well, right. You your honesty, sir. And to that guy earlier who I uh, <laughs> gave a 600 second timeout to, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> You didn't deserve that, except you were kind of being a dick otherwise. But uh, but but honestly, I shouldn't have done that for 600 that. Six hundred second timeout. Well, whatever Good the Lord. time, whatever the timeout is. Right. Uh, it says right here. It says timeout. Oh, uh, I'm clicking it, Greg. I'm not going to click it. Okay, I promise. Oh God. Yeah, six hundred seconds. Walkman. Six hundred seconds. I'd never, dude. Greg's oh, too yeah. good of a dude. Okay, I'd great. never do that. So anyway, I have that up. I've talked about that game before. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do... Ooh, I got an idea. How about this? Great. No, no wrong one. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> All right, time to play Guess My Game. Uh, oh, we should mention you did give some time to Gears Tactics, and it's pretty rad, isn't it? I talked about that. Oh, I love this show. Gears Tactics. I think we might have talked about it just briefly, but maybe just me and you talked about yeah, it. Maybe yeah, maybe it was I, just off air. I can't remember. But uh, XCOM type uh, is in the Gear Tactics world. So, I mean... It's so good. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's really good. I need to finish it. Uh, also on Game Pass, and presumably will be there forever because it's a Microsoft product. Right. It's very, very good. Okay. Uh, also, I'm playing a lot of Animal Crossing. It's kind of a problem. Honestly, I have an addiction. Yeah, yeah, it's real bad. Yeah. Uh, just every day I'm in there doing my chores. Every day. It's real bad. All right. Uh, let's uh, guess each other's games. These are audio clips from old games that we try to guess from one another. I'm going to play mine first and see if you can't figure out what it is. All right, Brian? So here we go. Give it to me. Check it out. Some MIDI music. Give it a sec. We'll get some real. We'll get some uh, some actual voice here in a second, which was kind of intense at the time. At last, you are asleep. <laughs> this is so familiar. For three Who's nights, this? each attempt to rest has brought you starting from your bed in fright, with no memory of what horrified you so. <laughs> okay, one quick note. They got better. Video games got better over time at not having the music be louder than the guy who's talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Because the, yeah, because the voice wasn't uh, wasn't MIDI. It was Wave, and the music was MIDI. And so I wonder yeah, how they the MIDI the 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 MIDI went higher than the the man. Anyway, here's right. more. A sickening sense of deja vu. You begin to dream. 
treachery and doom. My brother <laughs> would unleash this? a great evil. Britannia is in peril. Sure that the ghost can take you to Britannia, you allow yourself to be drawn to him. <laughs> a visitor, and from far away indeed. Were he not dead, I'd suspect my brother sent thee. No matter. I've definitely played this, but what is it? Does it sound familiar? Okay, here's actual gameplay. That was all cutscenes. Nineties. It's ninety is all get out. Nineties I mean. PC game is a big hit. Right. Uh, if you're out of guesses, or if you don't have a guess, I can tell you. I, I can't think of it. I can I can <clears throat> see the pixel art. I can see the sprites that it's made with. I can see everything, but I can't I can't think of it. They would demo a lot of uh, CD-ROM systems. People like 46 right. uh, single speed CD-ROMs would be like, "Listen to this game. You won't believe the sound on this thing." Right, All right, the right. game is Ultima Underworld. Remember that? Ultima Underworld. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ultima Underworld. And also had like a l another little extended part of the name. Hold on. Ultima Underworld. Uh, had a full name. The Sty Stygian Abyss was the colon. Oh, okay. Title came out in March of 20... I'm sorry, 1992. Did I get, did I get this on a demo CD in a magazine? You might have. You might have. It... Feels like that's where I remember playing this. The cover is freaking so it jumps at me so hard. Hold on, I'll put it in our Discord here. Uh, hold on, what's taking so long? Discord, there you go. Check oh, out Discord, you can do it. You, I believe in you. You know you've seen that before in that image. That's very common. Anyway, it was oh, yeah, it was yeah, it yeah. was uh, made or published by Origin Systems. Blue Sky uh, Productions built the thing. Although Blue Sky Productions became Another company that's still working today. They are now Looking Glass, right? And I don't know what they make now, but anyway, I want to play this, but I have a feeling that it is going to be like the worst trash game ever. That it's just like it blew us away back in the day, but I feel like it's just not replayable. How? Mm. Have you, what do you think? Uh probably not. I like it. It it was pretty novel at the time it was using an engine that was you know a lot of people thought even doom couldn't do as well like there was some really cool like angly stuff happening within this engine but right. it was very doom like um it could probably be remade but not remastered you'd need to remake yeah, yeah, this yeah. You'd, you'd need yeah. to start from scratch and say all right what is this today what could you make out of this today yeah i don't think the story beats i think the the interaction with the game probably wouldn't be nearly as compelling as it was yeah back then at the time though man it was right. just unbelievably cool and i think it's probably blew me away mostly because of the audio stuff because in in the early 90s when this stuff first started coming out it was just mm -hmm. it, it mean it 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 was like going from black and white film to color film for us i think it was kind of like oh look, look at this oh like like my encyclopedia britannica mm -hmm. was it what what was it uh was it microsoft which one which one was it they had that had the was it the britannica Oh yeah, the Britannica, the the yeah, no, not Britannica. It was called. It wasn't Britannica. It was Encarta. Uh, Encarta. Microsoft. Encarta, Encarta. That's it. Yeah. Encarta. Oh yeah. God. That was a big deal. I remember? used to. Oh my God. I used to <laughs> sit for hours and just just do stupid crap on. It's Encarta. so dumb though now because who cares now, right? Like, 
it's the most inefficient way to gather information. I mean, there's <laughs> they don't even there's not even an Encarta.com anymore. Wikipedia just yeah, ruined it. Yeah. So yeah, the they search were, was terrible. Yeah, at the time though, it was like, ooh, multimedia. I'm gonna look up whales. Ooh, here's a whale sound. <laughs> Here's a, ooh, they got a whale video. This, this, you know, this really pixelated. And yep. here, let's watch that too. Oh, yeah, this is all true. Uh, by the way, uh, I was so I looked it up. Looking Glass Studios ended up closing in 2000. However, they're responsible oh, yeah. for things like System Shock and people oh, like Ken thing. Levine, uh, who would go on to do the Bioshock games and all that. Um, let's see, Jonathan Che and Robert Ferrier, Femirier, however you say his name. Split from Looking Glass to do Irrational Games. Uh, Jane's Attack Squadron, a game canceled from the studio's closure, was picked up and finished by Mad Dog Software. I don't remember that game at all. Uh, There's, see, oh, Floodgate. Oh, so these guys, it all eventually rolled into Zynga. Zynga bought them all and merged into Zynga Boston. Dang you, Zynga. Yeah. That's so weird still around? Didn't they get bought too? It seems like. They were buying up everything for a while. There is a new System Shock coming out, though, so something got... Man, when System Shock came out, I mean, that just... That blew my mind. Mm-hmm. That was another that was another moment in PC history that I was like, Oh, my wow. gosh. Terra Nova. I remember that. Yeah. Ultima, they had an Ultima Underworld 2, Labyrinth of, War- of Worlds, and I don't think that did as well. It came out the next year. Um, let's see. Later, you got Flight Unlimited 3, Thief, The Dark Project, amazing game for its time. Command mm-hmm. & Conquer, they didn't do the original Command & Conquer. They did the N64 port of Command & Conquer. <laughs> System Shock 2, Flight Unlimited 3, Destruction Derby 64, Thief 2, and Jane's Attack Squadron, which was canceled and finished by Mad Doc Software in 2002. So there you uh, go. Have you seen this new System Shock stuff? Yeah, it looks great. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. It could, be, it could be neat. All right, here is your clip. Let's see if I can figure it out. Boom. Oh, this is um this is Shinobi. Is this Shinobi? It sounds like Shinobi, doesn't it? But Not no. Shinobi? I bet they probably reused a lot of these this audio for Shinobi. Oh, it's the Sega game, is it? Now this is actually NES. Oh, is this NES? So that's a good point. The, the, the catch we got was from the NES. It's not Karatika. Chatroom says Karatika. No, not. I wish it was Karatika. You definitely would know Karatika. That's slow-mo. It's like, Chur! Yeah. <laughs> Chur! Oh, what was that weird laugh? I could hear it again. It's <laughs> Um, Shaq Fu is 16-bit chat. This got to be like... But you're close with the Fu. Kung Fu. Just Kung Fu? Kung Fu with the NES. Oh, this is the old uh, Konami game, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Konami? Is it Konami? Hold on a second. Let me look. Uh... Why does that jump into my head? It's got an old Konami game. I don't game. know. Kung Fu game. Um, Let's see. Kung Fu Master? No. Yeah. Was it Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Master? I think it was called Kung Fu Master as well. I think that was what was actually... No, that wasn't it. Yeah, what? No, that was an arcade game. Maybe. No, no, no. That wasn't the same one. I can't find it. It's in here somewhere. Kung Fu Heroes? Kung Fu is a little sillier looking. Oh, Kung Fu. Here it is. This is... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not them at all. It's Nihon Games, uh, published by Tayo, Tayo and Keat Corp. 
in the arcade, the arcade version, and then the NES version. I don't think I ever... So this is Kung Fu Heroes is the game you're talking about, right? No, this is actually Kung Fu, the NES card. Well, this, is an S- like this. this is an NES game with like bubbly head looking yeah, dudes. NES, yeah, this this guy right here, right? Let's see, yeah, my iPad there. Let's see, that's, oh, that's different. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's the Nintendo published one. Yeah. All right. Look at you with the weird pick this week. That's a good one. I like it. I would have never gotten that. I don't Boop. think I played it. Boop. Yeah. Was it good? I don't remember it being good. Was it good? It was it was in my library. <laughs> How's that? All right. No, that's fine. Yeah, it was like it was a good uh, a lot of games that were just, you know, it's good uh, enough. I forget how I picked it up, but I had it and uh, I played it some. I didn't play it through, you know, to completion or anything, but you know, it'd be fun to pop it in the in the old console from time to time. Yep, stick it in there, rub it around a little bit. I understand. All right, that uh, music means time for an email from listeners. We got two today I'm going to read, and these are short. Two. Here's one from Sarah. It says, Scott and Brian, I found a little game in the Nintendo Switch shop that I thought you guys might like. It's called Moving Out. It is a really weird game that I tried the demo for. So, Brian, it's got a demo. Uh, I had fun with the demo, and now I'm deciding if I want to buy the game or not. The game made me think of you. Stay safe. Best, Sarah. That's a good that's a good pick because I looked at that game this past week as well, mm-hmm. and it was uh, might even been featured in one of my little feeds on there on my my Switch, and I almost picked it up. Yeah, I had, I had cruised past Levelhead because I was like, that sounds stupid, and I uh, kept on going. I think that was one of the ones I looked at. Moving out kind of like a, a, a uh, Overcooked Two. Yeah, they're kind of. It seems like that's kind of what they're aiming for is kind of an Overcooked kind of deal. Uh, multiplayer says this here's the description on the steam page moving out is a ridiculous physics based moving simulator that brings the new meaning to the couch couch co-op you are, are you ready for an exciting career in moving furniture as newly yes. certified furniture arrangement and relocation technician you'll take a moving job all across the busy town of packmore because get it packmore because you pack more because you because you pack more yeah it looks like you have to like work you're... together to move your shit and when you do like you grab the you refrigerator and all the stuff falls out of the refrigerator, so you got to be careful. Uh, it looks like fun, though. Can you play this by yourself? It does say you can. I'm sure you could. Free Ranger said what I kind of thought. I thought I saw it on Game Pass as well. It might be. Oh, look at this. Wow. Oh, yeah, this is on Game Pass. All right. Switch is probably a good version for this, though, I'd imagine. Seems like a I would think so. fun place to play it. Yeah. Especially with my uh, Game Pass expiring soon. Yeah, good hmm. call. Uh, you're gonna, you should get the PC Game Pass and keep it. It's very good. I might do that, yeah. but I might just re-up. I, I got a $25 Xbox gift card that yeah. I got it's only five about bucks. a month ago. Freaking yeah, five bucks. Who's, who's that? Who, how's that going to hurt you? And if you haven't done the Bank Game Pass on PC by itself yet, I think you still get the like $2 starting thing or something. Well, I was. it's been a while since I've been on my PS4, and I was kind of thinking about getting the, the PlayStation Plus again just to do that for a while. I don't want to have both of the Game Passes for you know yeah. at the same time because I will definitely ignore one. But I, I kind of just want to give I kind of want to give PS4 a little a Sony a little more love before the new Xbox comes out because once it comes out I'm definitely heading over there. I think I am too. I'm starting to get excited. I need to see more yep. about Sony's business, but uh, I don't know. Getting excited about new consoles despite the weird financial state of the world right now. So who knows right. what'll happen by this fall? But anyway, uh, there's that. Hey, one more. Uh, this is from Damon. 
says Scott. Demon. And this is so unrelated to the show, but this is where it came to. It came to the, the he used the website to send this, so I'm going to read not? it. He says, Scott, should I watch the first three Mad Max movies before watching Mad Max Fury Road? I haven't seen any of them yet. Thanks. Love all your work. All right. This is a tough call. I'm going to recommend you see the new one first. I'm going to recommend Fury Road first. It is a masterpiece. And then go back and watch the old stuff. There's nothing wrong with them, especially Mm -hmm. two. I really like Road Warrior. It's fun. Uh, The first movie does not hold up so well. But historically, it's an interesting piece of film it's making. It's, it's important, yes. It's kind, yeah, it's kind of like the Terminator. The first Terminator movie is kind of a hard watch. For it's not as good as reasons. two, right? It's not as good as two, right. but but you should probably see it. It's important. Uh, the third one with Tina Turner and the whole Thunderdome deal that was is not the best work that George Miller's ever done, but it's still fun and stupid. So it's worth seeing. However, don't see any of these first. See Mad Max Fury Road first, a modern masterpiece. The greatest action film ever made, maybe. Certainly in the last 20 years, the best one. You, and, you uh, don't need anything from the first three movies to enjoy no, Fury Road. No, you Because I not. watched it with several people, the Fury Road, and they've never seen any of the Mad Max films, and they were just they were fine. Yeah. That new one, though, is something that will last until the end of mankind. It's so good. All right. Uh, there's that. And that's it. Thanks for your messages. You can send them two ways. Boopshow at gmail.com or you can just do it on the little form that's on the page at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. All right. So that's how you do it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Boopshow. You can follow Brian at the Brian Dunaway. I'm at Scott Johnson. And uh, the show is at Boopshow. All right, Brian, is there anything important you want to tell the people before we leave today? Yes. I have a whole pocket full of turnips, oh. and I need a place to sell them. You want me to find out what my... Right after this, I'll find out what my place is. I'm going to find out right now. Uh, you should do that. All right, that's it, everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Stay safe. Goodbye. I don't like steam. I love steam. <laughs> oh, I forgot to play this. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.